Well, today the church blesses us with this uh, great feast of these two great saints, Peter and Paul, uh, who were the two first great preachers of the gospel um, in the beginning of the church. Both great preachers, but at the same time, they were both great sinners. And both of them knew God's forgiveness on a personal level. They knew the love of Christ that was shown to them in the midst of their own sin. As St. Paul says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know the story of St. Peter and his denials of Christ, how he denied Christ three times and then was given a chance to renew his love for him three times uh, after the resurrection. And St. Paul, who had been a persecutor of the church, then had his conversion, was, had Christ reveal himself to him directly, and uh, experiencing his forgiveness for all of his mistakes, went on to preach the gospel. Being able to preach comes from experiencing the love of Christ in a personal way. It comes from having experienced that we are sinners who have been forgiven by him. To be able to preach the gospel in a genuine way requires that we make that our own that we experience it personally. We go on living our lives like as if we're perfect people or, or good enough or that it all depends on us and we don't have that experience of forgiveness, it will be hard to really preach the gospel to others. I think that one of the obvious lessons for us of today's feast is that we too are called to be preachers of the gospel. Uh, for me and Father Hayden, that is a lot easier, right? For all of you, it might be kind of hard. You might think, how am I called to be a preacher of the gospel. And I often get this question, uh, especially with people who have a lot of family members who aren't living the faith. You know, there's a great desire to spread the gospel to those people closest to us, and they're often the ones who are the most resistant to it. Um, you know, oftentimes we try to spread the gospel, but people hate it, and they hate us for it. And it comes across as being annoying or nagging to them, Right? So I think that we are called to spread the gospel with those around us, but how can we do it? I think there's some things to watch out for. One thing I think is very key to watch out for is not to preach morals first. Maybe our tendency is to think, okay, if we see someone who's living a life that, according to our Christian values, is wrong, and I think that my calling is to preach the gospel by telling them that that's wrong and they shouldn't be doing that. I don't think that's the first step, and I'll explain why in a second. You know, the typical thing... Your kids aren't going to church. Your grandkids aren't going to church. What do you do? You tell them they should go to church, right? And they get really annoyed with that. You know, it's normal. Um, but the second thing about preaching is that I think we should preach with our actions more than with our words, or first, before preaching with our words. Now, you've probably heard that famous phrase that um, you should, supposedly it's attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, that you should preach not with your words, but with your actions, Right? I say something a little bit different, and I've read that, that that's a, a false quote from, from St. Francis, that you should preach both with your actions and with your words, but with your actions first. When people have seen the way you live the gospel in your life, then you can use your words to confirm what you're trying to teach them. When people have seen the example of a holy life and a joyful life lived in Christ, then you can, you can use your words as well. You know, um, 
in the office of readings today, there's the reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians, in which he, he describes how when they were meeting, he was meeting with St. Peter in, in Rome, in, uh, in Jerusalem, sorry. Uh, there were people trying to sneak in to spy on their way of life as Christians. And he says that they were trying to spy on the freedom with which they lived their life. I think that's a great description of how Christian actions draw people to the truth and to the gospel. Because people see that you're living with a freedom that the rest of them don't have, and they desire that. So they try to sneak in to spy on the freedom that you enjoy in Christ. We need to live our lives with a freedom and a joy that attracts people to it, that makes the people around us want to embrace the gospel and to embrace Christ. And I think that the key to that is, this is my third tip for preaching uh, to those around you, is to live as one who has been forgiven and loved by Christ. I think that's the key to it all. If we live in a way that shows that we know we are sinners who have been forgiven by Christ, our life will be that attractive life that other people desire. And that way it kind of turns it around. Instead of preaching morals first, our, our life gives the message that even if you're a sinner, Christ loves you and he wants to forgive you and he wants to offer you his love and forgiveness freely. You don't have to do something to merit it first. His, his gift of his love is a free gift for you. While you're a sinner, Christ died for you the way he died for me while I was a sinner. Let us ask Christ today on this feast of St. Peter and Paul the grace of being great preachers of the gospel to the people.